everybody this is your boy parker and this is the bear night podcast uh this is a little bit of a different uh interview show for this episode uh it's a special one because it was one of the first interviews i did uh basically it is the first interview i did uh during this process of finding my way into trying to figure out a name for this podcast originally i did have it as uh parkerville x and park and welcome to parkerville it's so i've just figured it out at the time um but nevertheless i still started doing some, some some interviews and some shows um under that umbrella um but this is one special one that uh pretty much is like you know uh the first ever for me uh doing this type of interview and uh this is with a young lady a friend of mine named sally um the exotic dancer that uh i thought she was very interesting she's a cool person i just wanted to know more about her and just get her take on you know life as a dancer people who uh, other people's uh preconceived notions of what dancers are what they do and how they live their lives and just uh, all around experience uh and just to give you guys insight because i do work at a strip club and have been working uh over the years uh in the strip club industry um just learning uh, about people because i swear it's the only place where you will meet all types of walks of life of people coming in and out of the club uh just having a good time trying to get something to eat or trying to kill time before the next flight whatever the case may be but uh you find some interesting people and the most interesting people are the dancers they have so many stories to talk about you know to come out of and you know they write books there could be a thousand books of every female's uh story in a strip club um or just a bouncer you know or a cook whatever the case may be the strip club industry is just a different lifestyle is a different beast of its own and i thought this is a dope time to really uh Get that message out there, you know, get this, let's see behind the screen, behind the closed door, the locker room, whatever you want to think of, of uh, what it's like to be a dancer. And um, yeah, this is one of my first interviews that I did under the, uh, not under the Bear Night podcast, but uh, just interview process so you will hear me stumble a little bit, which is fine and, you know, trying to get uh you know trying to find my way into the the questions i need to ask and whatnot but uh she was very cool so it was very cool um very on point with the time but when you know when we was going to get together to do the interview uh just very professional with that and she was just dope just a dope person that and i thank her again for um doing the show and um nevertheless this is podcast this is the show with Sully you know this is the Bear Night podcast and uh hope you guys enjoy and uh see you guys soon today I have a special guest here and she goes by the name of what 
Oh, I thought you was gonna introduce me. I would no. Well, I know your real name. I don't know if you want me to say your stage name. Oh. Should I just say your real name? You could say Sally Weddy. Okay, Sally Sally Weddy. Sally Weddy. Sally Weddy. Why Sally Weddy? I mean, I like Sally. Cause I put that shit on. You put the shit. I get real drippy, Sally Weddy. Sally Sally Weddy. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that on your Instagram, so I was like, "Wait, I need to know why she say Woody." <laughs> and I had an idea, but I was like, no, "I don't want to be." It's not that. <laughs> I didn't want to be perverted about it. I didn't. I mean, it, it is, but that's not why. I was like, "Let me let her explain that." That's that's what it is. All right. So, what is your stage name? Do you have many, or do you have just one? I used to go by India for a little bit. I started off as Sasha. Now I'm Aura. Aura? I spelled it like O-R-A because that's different. Aura. Okay. All right. Aura. All right. Okay. Okay. I got it. All right. Sally Ruddy. Aura. Okay. Now, how long you been dancing for? I've been dancing since I was 18. And how old are you now? I'm 21. Okay. So, all right. So, there's not been, it hasn't been that long, <laughs> but in dancers years, it's a long time. Yeah. In the way, it's kind of like Kinda. I mean, COVID kind of slowed shit down and stopped some shit up for me. So mm -hmm. I wouldn't say it's been a full three years, but it's close to that. Now, were you? Well, now when COVID hit, I noticed a lot of people, a lot of the girls, you know, went to go and do OnlyFans. Did you do that or no? How did you survive? Well, um, the thing is, I was just um, I stayed at my parent house, the toxic household. <laughs> um, and so for that, I didn't really have to pay anything besides my mental health. Um, oh, okay. So, All right. Yeah. I think everybody was going through that <laughs> during the lockdown. I know I did. So I mean. I mean, it, it didn't. I mean, I had a savings. You feel me? So it's not like I had to like really penny pinch. Like I was really saving my shit. So you're smart with your money, pretty much. It's yeah, because when I first started dancing, mm -hmm. I was broke as fuck. Like. I didn't have any money, so when I started making my money, I started saving that shit up because I liked the way that I looked in my bank account. So, okay. Well, I know a lot of the cliche stuff about why certain women go into being a dancer, whatever the case is, school, or they have kids, or they got debt, or whatever the case may be. What was your reason to go into it? Because it's a hard life. It could, you know. Well, because I was in college and I was broke and starving. Mm. I was literally hungry and like I wanted to have fun. I wanted to party and everything and I didn't have the funds for that. My parents wouldn't give me no money. Um, and so I had to fucking, I decided to just start stripping. And then I tried it out my first night. I made like almost $800. Okay. And I didn't That's without back. taxes. That's without what, taxes. Okay. Yep. That makes a, that's a big difference. Huh? So I was like, whoa, like I just did this. And one night I could pay for food. I could pay for Ubers to get to the club. Right. You feel me? Like it was. Now, did you like it? Like at first, was it nerve wracking? Like, was this like. I know it's like uh, a lot of clubs. Uh, wait, hold up. People outside. Okay. I swear to God, it's maybe nobody outside talking, making noise. But one time I want to do an episode, mm -hmm. everybody want to be outside. I hate that. Um, I don't worry, I edit that part. Um, 
People are so loud. And they make it look real ghetto because I'm like, this place is so nice. I ain't got no way. <laughs> you come over here. Now it's all, oh, you live in the hood. Like, you ghetto. But it's whatever. So, um, when you got to the club, was this a all new? Because I know, like, at my club, where we both work at, you know, you got all new side. You have the, um, the just the top of the side. So when I first started dancing, I started working at a booty club in Springfield. Okay. And so for that, it was like free will. You kind of just moved the way you wanted to move. There were no really crazy rules. Mm. So because of that, I kind of just did my own thing and made my money. It's like you could literally just bend over in front of a guy and start dancing, twerking, and he'll throw you money. Or okay. you could be on, it's like a huge stage. You could have like 50 dancers on the stage at once. Wow. So and you could get on stage whenever you feel like it. So it just chaotic. It was chaotic and it was just fast money. Like that was real fast money. So I mean, in that type of sense, in that type of realm of that type of club, I always say every club is different. I tell people all the time, but that type of thing to me feel like anything could happen. You know, like yeah. you know, you you know how girls I mean, are like with huge... money, especially in the air. Yeah, I mean, like. When I was younger, everybody kind of knew I was new because it was yeah. obvious like I wasn't done up or anything. Like I was still wearing my natural hair to the strip club. Right. Um, like my makeup was good and everything, but like my body wasn't intact. Like I wasn't athletic or anything. So um, it was obvious that I was a new stripper. I didn't even know how to dance like that. Oh, sorry. Nothing. And so, people understood that, like, I didn't understand stripper etiquette yet. Oh, And so, yeah. they kind of just, like, let me do what I had to do to get right real quick. Right, right. And then, like, you know, as I kept growing, they would just kind of tell me, like, yo, this is not cool. You can't do this. You can't do that. So, I so, learned. So, in light of other people, what's the stripper etiquette? Like, basically, like, respect. So, mm -hmm. like say somebody has been dancing at a club for a very long time like they get more leverage and leeway than the next bitch because you know they show their loyalty to the club they bring out their peoples they make the most money so because of that you know you got to kind of respect your their pride like you got to respect their um their boundaries mm -hmm. and their own set of rules like they'll have their own clientele come and like yeah you can introduce yourself to them but like it's up to really the clientele they want to give you money too or if it's up to the girl, because sometimes, like, you know, if you're not cool with the girl and that's their clientele, don't expect no money getting thrown at you. You feel me? Yeah, I do. I, I have seen, like, the, yeah, sometimes you got the tag team with a, with a girl just to make some money, or sometimes that could go awry, you know. Yeah. Sometimes the DJ will put y'all on stage, and y'all may, well, y may not, not, not even me, like each other. Personally, so. when I started dancing, I did this shit all by myself, solo dolo. Like, I didn't have to tag team no other girl. I made my money all by myself. Mm. So, tag teaming is really, like, a new thing for me now. And I don't really like it. Oh, no? I don't like it. Sometimes girls just do it. They kind of yeah. just kind of, like, step in, and I'm like, okay, well, you're here, and I'm cool with you. Why not? But... I'm about to start like just doing this shit so though like I'm done. I mean I've seen it. I've I I know a lot of girls are solo performers, but a lot of times I think you can't help it because like maybe the owners or the manager will tell the DJ, depending on how many customers you got, you know, we got in the building, oh, put two girls on stage, you know. And then you know, sometimes it yeah. could be bad or good, depending on No, I'm talking about like when you maneuver outside the stage. Like uh, I, 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 I'm, like not on the stage but like when you're on the floor. Right, right. Like, you know, sometimes you could be on the little tinier stages and like the customers are all liking you. But it could be another girl that you're cool with that comes around, like she sees you getting money, so you put your money back in your bag mm -hmm. and then now you gotta start splitting with her. 
Right. And that kind of that's kind of annoying to me now because it's like, you know, like that split, that other half could have been mine. Right. If I just, you know, like, and I got the work ethic, so I could have just made that on my own. So it's the fact that you're here. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like stepping on toes. Okay. So that's how I take it now. Unless if it's like a really big bag, I don't want to spend split my money with nobody anymore. Mm. Unless if we're like on stage and that's like the manager's telling you. Okay. Now, when it comes to dancing, stage work is so much different than when you have to like actually do the one-on-one with mm-hmm. a customer. How do you feel about like the feel of just being on like dancing on somebody that you never met? You got to do the whole VIP, you know, the VIP, the dancing, you know, the regular lap bands or just the champagne. Like, do you um, go in a different zone or a different mindset? Like, well, like as a dancer, a lot of us kind of disassociate when we in the um, when we in the back with these dudes because first of all, we don't give a fine fuck about any of them. <laughs> And the fact that we had to have a conversation for like 10 minutes to get here is crazy to me. Right, right. So we're here in the back now. Don't expect me. I don't even care to be doing this and that. Like, you know, I'll show them, show them what I got, little dance moves or whatever. I'm not into doing extras. I just kind of disassociate. I do what I do. If they don't like it, they don't like it. If they like it, they like it. I'm not here to really impress them. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, oh, no, you got to keep it. You got to impress them to keep bringing, back, bringing them back, you know, to see you and everything. Right. But I really feel like that's up to the customer and like if they like your personality, you feel me? It's about the personality. Like have you ever danced for a person for a person and you actually kinda like, you know, feeling them, whatever, you thought it was cute. Like does it change a little bit for you? Like I've never ever encountered a cute dude at the strip club <laughs> that I like that would actually like I don't know. I've never had the opportunity to meet a cute dude at the strip club and like somebody that I like that I would do like do dances to like but I'm pretty sure if I found somebody that's attractive right. I would actually would want to dance for them okay so so pretty much for what I get it and what, what I'm getting what I'm getting from you is that so guys ain't gonna have a chance to try to holler at you outside the club like well try to get you from outside you know get you from they the club and the hang out with you they don't know the steps they assume that they can they can catch you outside the club and right. talk to you about money. That's not how it works. Right. You got to come to the club consistently. Mm-hmm. Give me a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the money is adding up. Everything's good. I see that you actually about your shit and you're not just talking. Then we can talk about it outside the club. Because okay. it's not going to work the other way. And that's where guys get it fucked up. That's why I haven't met a sugar daddy yet. <laughs> Okay. Because they assume that I don't know, like I'm a very attractive woman, so I don't know why they would even assume that I would I would want to see them outside the club. Why would you even assume that? I I mean so dumb. I I know for a lot of guys, like I guess it's no matter what, no matter what guy it is, no matter what club, they always have that assumption or that that hope, that dream. Like man, it'd be nice if I could meet one of the girls, and you know that. I could pull one. Especially some well, of the guys that be like fuck? overconfident. They feel like they could probably pull It's not a about girl. the personality of the guy. Yeah. It's about the money. <laughs> <laughs> you meet a girl at her job and you talking about right. you want to help her? You want to catch her outside? Because I've heard some you corny gotta... lines. I've heard some corny lines oh, from guys. Oh. And you know, being a, being a floor host slash bouncer, whatever you want to call it, a lot of times 
I know some of y'all know that we're there. But some of the times, a lot of the customers, the clientele, don't know that we're around them or right next to them. Because they be so fixed into what you look like and the whole thing, your body and everything. And we can hear everything they say. <laughs> and I swear to God, it's the, it's the corniest stuff because I hear it so much. Like, damn, girl, what you doing outside of here? Or, um... Oh, you know, you know what? You shouldn't be here. You shouldn't work this type of job. Let me change your life. I can change your life. Let me let me take you outside this. You know, give you a whole different thing. How much your rent? Like, let me pay. Let me pay this. Let me do this for you. Like I've seen those. I've heard those. I've heard the ones that be like, they ain't got much money. They they put the money. They go go and get like two hundred dollars in mm-hmm. in one to put it on on the table, just so it can be looked at. You know, and for you to come over and think they're gonna spend it, but they're like, nah, I won't. You know, what can we do outside of this though? What time you getting off? So you cool. know, I, like they always want to get over on the situation without having to pay. You know, pay the money. You know, pay the money that they gotta be there for. Like mm-hmm. they want your attention, they want your time. You know, they gotta go do a lap dance or whatever. Like you were saying, but they rather try to like, no, I give you more money. Outside of this, of you know, you, you what you leave at three. I'll wait for you outside. Weird. They, they they do that. I've heard all of it. I have too. It's a it's a it's a redundant broken record, but I've heard all of the different ways guys. No matter if they're old or young, I've heard all. Of it, especially the old the old dirty old man. Like they be just out with it. They don't give a damn. They they don't care. I actually kind of respect them a little bit because it's funny. They don't care. They just be blunt. It's like, hey, girl, let me just curl your toes a little bit. I just want to curl your toes. Let me just, you know, how much is going to be? How much? How much I got to pay? Some don't care. They just be out with it. But, I mean, I've seen girls laugh at it. And I've also seen girls, you know, depending on their situation, they like... I, I get out at three, whatever. <laughs> I've seen it. I've heard it. And I'd be like, I... Hey, do you? Yeah. Do you? I'm like, oh, okay, so that's what we're doing. No, that is dangerous. That's what we're doing out here? Okay. That's so dangerous. It is. It is definitely dangerous. So, going back to what you were saying about when you was new, you know, your body and everything. Now, you have a BBL right now. I have two. You have two BBLs. Mm-hmm. How, wait, how does that work? It was like on both two cheeks. Rounds. Two rounds of BBLs. Yes. Okay. What What was your body like before? I mean, because like, just to let y'all know, this girl right here, she's a beautiful girl. You can't tell. Like I've seen some girls that got the lifts and all that, and you be like, okay, she definitely got her body done. Because especially if I've seen them before. Mm-hmm. But. You can't no, tell. No, but if you seen me before, you would have been like, yeah, she got the energy about her. She definitely Okay, so I've never seen you beforehand. So, definitely, I've seen you now. But it's just like, the way you look, I couldn't tell right off the bat. Like, oh, yeah, she got her body done. Like, I could probably be like, okay, she probably works out. But that's all I can think of. Mm-hmm. Won't be, the first thing won't be a BBL. Like, how long does that take? How long is, like, you know, the process doing that? Like, what made you want to do it? Um, well, like, it's more money. So if you look done up, mm-hmm. you look put together, you like, your body's proportionate. Right. Like, you get more money because it's just, like, guys want to spend on what they like to see. Like, they like what they see. They're going to spend on it. Okay, so this is for more money. Yeah, this is an investment. And it's, 
if you're gonna be in the strip club and you want to make the most out of it you might as well invest into your looks i get that i get it i get it um so what happens afterwards like because i know you can't do this all forever well, I, you just gonna be having a nice banging ass body the rest of your life, so I don't see the wrong. Cause I mean, I don't see the, I don't see the you, downfall. You haven't done it. You haven't been outrageous with it. You're not outrageous with it, so it's just like. I mean, I can't be outrageous. I'm, I'm like a skinnier girl. Yeah. You, so yeah. Because of me being a little bit slimmer, I'm like slim thick, so it works for me. Right. So, if, but if you a bigger girl and you went a little too, you did a little too much. I've seen those. I've seen those. I mean, like... They all be at Walmart. It's Walmart. <laughs> yeah, I've seen them at Walmart. That's ghetto. <laughs> when 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 everybody started getting their money the, like during the um, pandemic, I saw where that money went. That <laughs> money went to get bodies done, but yes. like, it was a lot of tight waists and big old hips and stuff out of nowhere. Yeah. No, um... My homegirl, she got her body done like a little crazy. She went to the DR for the second round. Um, so her body looks type crazy. Like, you would be like, damn, girl, you got your body done. Like, now, shit. Now, where did you go? You went to I DR. went to Miami. Miami. So, what's the... I don't understand. When the, I mean, I guess it's cheaper if you go to like When you say DR, it's kind of like cheating. Oh, like, yeah. you cheating. Like, you skipping steps. You get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I feel like that's not good. So to jump from slim thick to dumb thick real yeah, fast yeah. is not good because your body cannot, like, you just get, it's basically, like, I don't know. It's just crazy. No, it's And you I got a saying. lot to keep up with. It's just a lot. It's like, you do that, now you got to really sit there, get your massages for sure. got to be in the gym to keep up with the whole thing so it doesn't turn sloppy and cottage cheesy. Yes, I've, don't get I've seen those kind of cheeses. It don't, it don't look sloppy. Like, you have to do that. Right. You got to eat healthy. Like, it's so important. I've seen one. I've seen girls get their body done and still eat like shit. Then I've seen ones, like, get their body done, they get pregnant. Some made it out. Some would recover all right. Mm -hmm. But some of them just did not recover the way they was hoping for after they had mm -hmm. a kid. And they did their body beforehand. Mm -hmm. Now, being able to do that to yourself, like, I mean, right now, you, you got to lay down. As we're talking right now. Mm -hmm. Because your butt was, you just did it not too long ago. Yeah. Now, I've... I couldn't tell, but it's like I remember seeing you at the club, at work, and I was just, "Why is she?" That's when I found out. That's why I had to ask. Mm -hmm. I think that's when I asked you, because I was like, "Okay, she's cool, whatever." But I noticed that you had to do the, you you didn't sit down the right the regular way. Oh yeah. You was like bent over the chair, yeah. like I was like, "What is going on with her?" Didn't have to think about it. I look at her like, "Oh, she wants to just get her butt done." <laughs> oh, is that how it is? Like, yeah. Okay, so because I saw a video of like, how can you tell a person came from Miami? <laughs> <laughs> they had the girl try to sit down the way you were sitting, the way you were, but in the plane seat, and they could, they were just like crying, they were just praying that the, oh, no. you know, how I don't know how how um how long the flight was, but mm -hmm. it looked like it was excruciating. Nah, it's really not. It's not. Okay. No, it really just feels like you've been working out really good for like three days. Okay. Yeah, just a little sore. Okay, just a little sore. Just yeah, a little... and then I had like my BBL pillow, so I kind of just like sat on it the whole flight. 
my flight was about four hours so what I did was I would sit on it for like an hour and a half then I would kind of like kneel on the floor where nobody could see me and I, I made sure I got my seats all the way in the back of the plane. Right, 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 right. So I would be on the floor, like, and I would have, like, a pillow on the floor. So my knees What did the flight attendants say? Did they say anything? They like, didn't give a fuck. They were like, she got to do what she got to do. And there were other women on that plane that had their bodies done, too. So they so but they, they used to it. They were like, oh, I've been there, done that, girl. You make, you make it look so effortlessly and pain, painless. Like, so... I was already feeling good about okay. myself, yeah. I, I like that the, you know, stewardess, they, they, everybody know what happens. Everybody they, knows what's going on. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a common thing nowadays, apparently. Yeah. But I don't understand why it got to be, because it used to be a luxury investment. People, women of luxury and higher class. I remember it was a thing. It was just more about... Like, why do you think Kim Kardashian and them took their BBLs out? Because they don't want to look like the rest. They did that yeah. shit to look expensive. Now BBLs like overly done BBLs are the ones that look the tackiest. I've seen a. This is a thing of too much ass. Like I like ass, but it is a thing of too much. And I've seen some of the girls have too much ass, and it's just like, what are you doing? Like, I mean, like if it depends. Are they like a thicker girl to be having? Some would over because they don't match their legs. Oh yeah. So they kind of got the ant body in a way. So it's just yeah. like, ooh, that that ain't working for you. I don't think that's gonna work, because it's like I look at it when you get older, like it, it just reminds me of that that old lady with the nightgown. Mm-hmm. You know, you going, you know, turn, she used to turn around, she got that big old hump in the back. You know, that's how I look at in the future, whatever with some girls. But I mean, no pun intended. I mean, yours came out nice. Mm-hmm. Can't tell. Mm-hmm. So. Do you think you're going to do more in the future, or, like, what well, do you think? Do you think you're going to do more uh, surgeries in the future? Um, I'm actually thinking about doing my titties. Okay. My titties, um, and, yeah, maybe a, one more round of BBL, but that's, like, after I have one a kid. One more round? That's, like, after I have a kid and get thicker. Okay. Because yeah. what you're 21 now, yeah. they always say like you stop, your body stop maturing, or maturing and all that when you get like 23. So sometimes you gotta let you just yeah, let that's your body be natural, let it to, yeah to do another round or anything. No. Yeah, you never know. You, shoot, you might wake up tomorrow and your boobs be like on a whole different level than it was today. Mm-hmm. You never know. Um, let me see what other question do I have for you. Oh, when it comes to this, like we talked about meeting guys and the whole nine, how is it dating wise and being a dancer? Um, it's fucking hard <laughs> because, like, especially when you dance in the state or like uh, around the state, you know, a lot of these guys are actually broke. Mm-hmm. And as a dancer, if we're dating a guy, we want the guy to, like, provide for us, give us money. Because if the guys in the strip club can do it, mm-hmm. then the guy that I'm in a relationship with needs to do it. And that's just how we operate. We don't like doing that 50-50 shit. If I'm living with you, you're paying all the bills. Right. Um... Or, like, if I'm not living with you and you're with me and you see that I work my ass off, you better help help out with some bills. Especially if you care about my rest 
and you care about me, you know, being healthy and, you know, I'm not so stressed out. You want to relieve the stress off my shoulders. Mm -hmm. It's important that whoever you're dating and you right. take it, plan on taking seriously that he steps up and pays for your bills. I feel like if we're going to, if we're going to paying the bills, whatever, I feel like if we're going to do that, we might as well live together. Because your bills might as well be my bills. Yeah. Instead of like, I pay my own. But you gotta pay. I gotta pay you. Or also, whatever. as a stripper, we have a lot of maintenance fees. Like we have to take care of our hair, nails, skin. Like our our image is the way we make our bag. Mm -hmm. So if it really if it really is that deep, and you don't want to pay extra bills like that, you want to get you keep your girl looking right. Pay for those type of bills. Pay for those maintenance fees. So, alright, so what do you bring? If the guy is bringing the money, have to pay. I get, you don't well, pay the bill. I don't know. I don't really believe in, oh, what do you bring to the table? Because I am the table. Oh, God. I am the prize. We got the, we got the, I am we, the prize. We got the table. We got the table. And you, you're bringing me. I'm, I'm the whole meal. Mm-hmm. I'm, like you want to get to know me you want me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a soft ass feminine woman like I am the type to be submissive I'm submissive to a man that can take care of me okay it's not our job as a woman to bring anything to the table but to be taken care of care like taking care like we take take care of us remove stress from our shoulders like take that shit off our shoulders our backs or whatever and our job is to just be beautiful be but not love you. But what else? Okay. Give, that, you un, give you unconditional love and support. Okay, but in that love. you mentally. But in that love, okay, paying the bills. Like, okay, fine. But, like, are you going to be cooking? Yeah. Are you, like, okay, I'm laundry? Auntie, like, I cook for myself anyways. Yeah, that's what I I'm trying to. all the time. That's like, what I'm trying to get, like, because. I, I keep my home clean anyways. Okay. I do all that anyways. So, it's like. Like you paying all the bills and we live together, whatever that already naturally comes with it. Cause I'm not gonna be living in no dirty ass home with no food in the fridge or on the stove. So, so basically you are, you're looking more as I'm, the like I told old you, school. I'm a naturally submissive woman. Yeah. And I'm not looking for nothing old school. I'm looking for a man that can, you know, like take care of like the hassle take care like you if he cares about me so much and he mm -hmm. wants to be in a relationship with me so much right. wants to get to know me so much then do your like do me a favor and relieve that stress off my back right don't like i don't want to hear all the motivational shit i don't want a man that just <clears throat> talks to me like that'll help keep my keep my mental right yeah keep my mental right you could do that and pay for the bills Cause yeah, keeping my muscle right and keeping me strong is important. Mm -hmm. That makes me an independent woman. Mm -hmm. But bitches like me, we want to date. We're not. If we're dating, it's not about being independent. We're dependent on somebody. Right. We're dependent on each other. So if I'm gonna depend on you, you better come with that bread. I remember like I was talking to someone the other day, and we were talking about like how things used to be back in the day, and I remember like hearing. Old, your older cousins and people talk about how like the husband would come home like whatever he worked and got paid that week whatever he'd give it to the wife and then she took care of the bills like he brought the, the money but he gave it to her 
and like she took like she just did everything knew how to re- re- uh, refinance things save things because she's like hey I'm just doing this part like that was, his, that was that's what he if used that's to that's a do. housewife thing I'm not yeah. asking to be a housewife I'm asking like I'm the, I'm a girl like, I'm, I have a lot of things that I have planned for myself mm-hmm. like business wise and so with that being said my money that I make can go towards that okay. so I can ha- I can build my own foundation without worrying about making money just to survive so as a man you coming to me talking about I want you mm-hmm. well you gotta help me get out of survival mode so I can actually reach my goals and and be the star that I am okay. Glow. now do you think courting is dead what the fuck is that <laughs> that, that answer my question they probably courting is basically hey let me take you out let me show that I like you and the whole line of like, well okay so you know you're talking to a stripper I'm talking I'm, ta- no, I'm talking to a girl I don't know cause this is a stripper interview yeah but you're, I'm just you're saying you're looking at a stripper mind so I'm about to no, tell I'm you, doing both I'm gonna tell you what, how I feel about that cause right now being a stripper is my entire mindset. Mm-hmm. I don't have that little... I don't have that girl part of me where I think like a girl. No, I'm, I think like a stripper. So, no. you know, you... I don't want to get to know you unless if you're bringing something to mm-hmm. me that I want. Like, like if you can't open doors for me, I'm not getting dinner with you. If you can't add to my bag, I'm not mm-hmm. getting dinner with you. If you're not planning on investing into me, I'm not getting dinner with you. Right. If you're not telling me what I want to hear and backing that shit up, I'm not getting dinner with you. If you found me at the strip club, I'm definitely not getting dinner with you. It's not working. Like It's well, not going to work. How do you feel about... Because like, I've seen the ones that get the relationship through the strip club. And it can go good. It, whatever. Um, but a lot of times I've seen it where... The girl will get the you know get the guy from the strip club, but then he doesn't want you to strip. Like now, he, now all of a, now all of a sudden, stripping is like a no no for him, you know. And, and then I, he needs to fucking get the fuck on <laughs> and go date somebody else because he thought. Cause I've seen this. I've seen it before. But sometimes guys yeah. would think they would be cool with his girl. Until they stripping. actually got to. Until yeah. Yeah. So strip like dating as a stripper is literally hard. Yeah. It's very hard. Like, you would have to find you a man that is always constantly on the road because as a stripper, we're always constantly on the road. We're always constantly moving around. Mm -hmm. You would have to get a guy that also lives that high luxury lifestyle that you do, you know? So you you can't just settle down with a nine to five. You can't just settle down with your neighborhood drug dealer. You gotta, you gotta go with the dudes that really move. Right. Businessmen. Like, you know, because at the end of the day, like we got our shit to handle, and like I still love you, boo, and I'm I'm proud of you for 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 doing what you do mm-hmm. and still going after your goals. So because I'm proud of because of how proud I am of you, right. here's some money to help relieve some stress off your back. Right. You see where I'm getting at with mm-hmm. this? Now, what to say? Now, going with you know going to clubs because I had a couple more questions. Um, when you say traveling. You know, going back and forth. What's the worst club you ever been to? I would say the worst clubs I've ever been to are all the clubs in New York City. New York City Ooh. is not for strippers. It's for bartenders. Oh. So you okay. would have to be a bartender 
They make strippers look like grubby ass little bitches, roaching oh, assholes. Really? Yes. It's the bartenders that get the most money. And you know what's crazy? Yeah. The stage is behind the bar. Okay. So anything yeah. that's on the ground goes to the bartenders, and anything that makes it onto the stage goes that to goes the strippers. To now, I've seen and that literally one literally only like $20 now. get on stage for the strippers. Yeah, because I've seen that aspect now at Wonder Clubs here in Connecticut. And it's like, and I've seen it, it's just like, it looked cool. The aesthetic of it, they, re they revamped it all. But. I looked at the I looked at the stage and like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Maybe like New York, I guess. It's just a New York thing. Yeah, you and you print you bring in a New York aspect into a Connecticut place mm -hmm. and it's like that doesn't look good. And I'm trying and I'm trying to think. I don't think the girl would make that much money mm -mm. while you gotta go over the bar. Like you really gotta throw the money. You really gotta throw it, and yeah. then he's not doing that. Yeah, like so when they you come to reach it on reach, and when it comes to our club that we work at. I've always seen, I've always seen, I tell the guys, hey, stop balling up the money. Like, you don't got to do that here. Cause stop what? Balling up the money, they want to ball oh, it up yeah, and throw it. Oh, yeah, raggedy. And I understand if they're going to that other club, because they got to make it over. Yeah, but at that point, you know, they should start giving out, like, money guns to everyone. Where they could put the money in, so they can shoot it directly at the stage for the Does strippers. it really work, though? Yeah, it do. I mean, really, really fire okay. over? Oh, okay. Yeah. If you, got, if you got good aim, yeah. <laughs> if you got good aim, okay. Because so I've, I've always seen it, but I've never seen anybody do it with, like, accuracy. Like, I just see people just have a phone. I ain't seen anybody ever really aim it and it actually going somewhere. So, mm -hmm. I okay, I'm going to look at that. But, I mean, then again, we just started doing, like, getting, uh, what is it, the squeegee. To try to pick up the money easier instead of like picking up with our feet when there's money on the floor because that's one of the most annoying things is like we know you're trying to get your money on stage but people just don't have any aim they want to make it rain want to put on the show for everybody and look like they got some money but it's just all on the floor and it never makes it to the stage yeah. so annoying so annoying so i'm gonna say here Oh, so question. Last question. Well, second to that. Um, do you have any hobbies that you're doing outside? Yeah. Because I'm looking at these slippers. Because yeah. she got some slippers, y'all, that I didn't know she made herself. And they look dope. I mean, how long does it take you to make? Probably like 20 minutes. Really? Yeah. So, like, where you get the trinkets and stuff, like, you just... I got my own vendors. See, that's dope, though. And, like, okay. And now, like, what do you use the studies for? Um, well, right now I'm selling them for 65 but they're going to go up in prices. And I collect deposits, too. Okay. I have to before I do anything. Okay. Okay. I like, but I like I it, though. I literally have, like, three orders to make this week. So as soon as this stuff arrives, I'm about to go to the store and buy slippers in the different sizes and mm -hmm. start to, I'm gonna get to work. So you see yourself doing more stuff like this, like more yeah, fashionable yeah. things like that. That's that's fashion is my main thing that I'm actually doing. Like I when I do my photo shoots right. and when I wanna take pictures, I want to implement my fashion style like my style into my, my pictures. So that way when I go on Instagram and I blow up I want my I want people to see that I'm into fashion, so I get the right brands. I attract mm -hmm. the right brands to me. 
Okay. Now, last question, part of it. Um, where do you see yourself in the next, like, two years? Two to three, two to five years right now? Like, um, I would see myself having a huge social media following, mm -hmm. a good social media platform. I would have been done with school. Mm -hmm. I would have um, multiple little businesses no multiple businesses where i constantly take orders send them off i see myself sealing brand deals mm -hmm. i see myself having sponsors sponsorships okay sponsorships nice. i see myself having big investors big investors yeah i see myself okay i see myself you know just traveling around dancing for fun and instead of dancing for you have survival to. yeah I think you have potential to do that and for in a lot more because mm -hmm. you you do carry yourself differently than a lot of people a lot of other dancers that I've met in the past um, and you, you bought your money you bought your business as soon as you come in there I see you you really don't waste a lot of time you know you get in there you just start working you start you know making money you know you start getting your stuff together versus some other people that just like they'll be on their phone the whole time it just, you know, two, three hours go by, they'd be like, ain't no money. But I've seen you, that same time frame, you've been looking. You've been, you know, going up and down the uh, the club and trying to see on either side who got some money. And you buy over here, you buy over there, you talking to people, whatever. You waste no time. Mm -hmm. You know, so I can see you definitely about your business. Mm -hmm. So, I, I, you know, and I applaud you. And I hope to see, like, your brands and and everything out there, because I don't want to see you in the club for for life either. Because I know I ain't trying to be in the club either. So hopefully we both be like, you know, maybe you give me a discount on the deal. You know, say have a brother out. You know, you need a model for some of your brands. I could do that too. You know, something. But um, I want to say thank you for doing this podcast with me. You know, you've been great. And you all right? You tired? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That pasta, the pasta hit you. Like she had some pasta before she got here, before well, before we started. So yeah. she's got the itis pretty much. <laughs> but be fine. I want to say thank you for joining the show. Thank you. You know this for is having me here. Yes. So you know this has been fun. I hope you guys enjoyed this. There will be more uh, interviews coming, and uh, yeah, stay tuned, guys. It's your boy. Parker, and this is Parkerville X. Add me on Instagram, Sally Weddy. You heard it, right? Sally, Sally Weddy. L L Y Weddy. And that's on Instagram, right? Yep. All right. As you see, that was the interview. Um, as you heard, Parkerville X, which is, you know, Transform has merged into, absorbed, I should say, into uh, the Barrett Night podcast, which is, uh, I think, is a lot better, you know, honestly, because I'm giving you you know all walks of life instead of just separate things here and there i'm not trying to do the stuff that i was just doing on youtube and you know try to be separate there for kids and do other things here for adults i'm not trying to do all that that's too much just merge everything together and be yourself so um yeah man thank you so much for listening to this pod uh thank you so much to uh to sally from you know being on the pod with me uh hopefully we get to do another pod again do uh like a joint uh 
guest appearance, whatever we need to be. You know, we'll figure out something, figure something out, something fun uh, for the listeners. But uh, definitely, 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 uh, thank you guys so much again for listening to this pod. Uh, next week will be. Uh, you know, regular scheduled programming because usually we'll put this out on every Tuesday, but I had some technical difficulties, so I had to put this out on on, on the following day, which was not my plan. Um, but you know, things happen. But you just keep powering through it. Uh, but we here, you know, we're making it through. And um, once again, thank you guys so much. This is your boy Parker, and this is the Bear at Night Podcast. Talk to you guys later. And uh. Be yourself, bear it all. Peace.